Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm Mike Chipos, man. I got this, yeah. Welcome back, Ankle Pickers. Back for another Dot 5 episode of the Ankle Pick Pod. On my left, I've got Ripper Reese. How you doing? Going full vert with the Bucky there, Cobe. I'm excited to be here. Follow him on Twitter at KingpinMMA. And on my right, Dapper Dan. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. What's at up there, MMA Capper underscore DK. That's where you can find him. As always, follow main account at AnklePickPod over on Twitter. We've got some action. We've got plays. And we're live tweeting most of these events here. Don't want to get too bogged down, but just coming off of UFC 256, what do you guys think? Great night. Capped off by an all-time fight. Uh, it was positive for me and just an all-around fun, fun night. Anything to add there, Ripper? Yeah, I was going to say, is that question coming my, my way there? No, I'm excited. I, I lost a couple units, so I think Dan and I are closer to even. But I'm also looking to tie the score up here today. So I'm excited to get this one. Speaking of, 5-4-1, the record so far, 2020. This will be the last event of 2020. Vegas 17. Well, we've got seven fights on the main event card as it stands right now. So let's go ahead and cruise through these bad boys. What do you all say? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I think Dan should go first here because he has the lead. And we got an odd number of fights. Dormy. I'd love to go first, Reese. I want to give myself a chance at this one. All right. Well, with DK going first, the first fight of the main card, we have a welterweight bout, Anthony Pettis and Alex Morono, DK. So listeners of this podcast know Reese and I are a fan of Morono. Reese a little bit more than me, but I'm, I'm still a huge supporter. Um, that being said, he doesn't, his name obviously doesn't carry the same weight that Showtime's does being a former champ. I, I, I Although he's kind of looked terrible in his past, I don't know, three fights, the Cowboy Patty Cake decision, uh, they were teammates and whatever. I have my own opinions about that. But uh, also the Nate Diaz loss and the Diego Ferreira loss, he, he didn't look great. I don't see this being too high of a line. Um, I have written down Pettis minus 200. Damn. That's around the range I was going to have it. I didn't know you were going to square it off just like that. Um, so now I'm basically picking under or over here because I really like that 200 line. I do like Morono a lot, which makes you want to lean under. I also have not liked what I've seen out of Pettis. But because I like Morono so much, it kind of gives me an advantage where I kind of know that this, this, this fight matchup-wise is almost going to make Pettis look like retro Pettis, I have a feeling. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into it and I'm gonna say that Pettis is is over. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Pettis minus two ten. After opening at minus three thirty, it has come back a little bit, but not enough to give Danny a lead to kick things off. Minus two forty where it sits right now for Pettis. Mm. That's that a little too high for me. Yeah, that's a little high for me as well, but that sounds more I yeah, I was, I was basically going over under 200 because I was going to do 200 if I went first. I really thought I was going to steal that point. I was confident in that line. Or not yeah, that was a real – you definitely made it tough. 
Second fight of the main card, women's flyweight bout, Jillian Robertson and Tyla Santos. So this is, again, both Danny. Even though we hit Mackenzie Dern with the ankle lock, advancing that bad boy to 7-2, and two, women's is definitely not our, our strong suit. But I, I remember, I believe Jillian Robertson was on the ultimate fighter. I'm not 100% sure. But I feel like I've seen her quite a bit now. And, and Talia Santos, I know, I think we've rode her recently, actually. Did she get a – did she, she get was a, on a card uh, and got scratched. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I was going to say. We were, we were looking into it. So it was a different fight, though. Um, I'm going to say Talia Santos is the favorite based on what I remember from the most recent time out. I, but I don't think it's going to be by as much as the, the different records. Uh, Talia Santos is 16-1. Jillian Roberts is 9-4. and four. That would suggest that the line might be a little bit farther than I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Talia Santos. I'm going to do it in a clip of minus 160. As Reese kind of said, I kind of agree with him. I think Tyler is going to be the favorite. But obviously, it's not going to reflect the – discrepancy in the records because Tyla has only had two UFC fights compared to Jillian who spent almost her entire career either in tough or uh, the UFC. I think she only had four or five fights before tough. I'm going to go a little bit under Reese, but this is really just a toss up for me. I have no idea. Like I have no idea about women's bantamweight. Um, my bank account sure knows that. Let's go Tyla. 135 minus 135. This one is dead even minus 110 both ways after wow. Santos opening up minus that. 125. You do take that. 1-1, one, one, third fight of the main card. Heavyweight bout, Marcin Tybura and Greg Hardy. DK. Uh, I, I'm really excited for this one because this is – one of the few times in his career that I think Greg Hardy has a chance of getting his bell rung and getting knocked out. I do not like Greg Hardy. I like watching him eat punches. This line is weird for me. Obviously, Greg Hardy has the name value, but I like Tybura. I'm going to go Tybura minus 125. It's interesting. See, I'm a guy who actually is – has a similar stance to Dan on Hardy, but I disagree on Tibera. Not, I'm not the biggest fan of his. I know he dropped a lot in a row there, um, and some of them were definitely questionable. I remember the Derek Lewis one was just a hug fest for a while until he got clipped, as Derek Lewis is one to do. You know, I think that that Tibera is definitely the best all around mixed martial artist that that Greg Hardy will face. But I just I, I know Greg Hardy's just a massive man and training at ATT and as hard working as he is and as big as he is, I, I just I don't I don't see Tibera being the guy to to stop this man. So I, I don't think it's gonna be anything crazy, but I also am taking the name value into account when it comes to lines. Especially because we're doing this Monday. So there's time for this line to have moved a little bit. I'm gonna say Greg Hardy's minus, and I'm gonna think it's minus one fifty-five. Tibera opened up as the favorite. Hardy Dang. is your current favorite at oh, minus 120. Coming at you on Monday afternoon oh, I, evening. So Reese is going to take the points. That. Yeah, I steal that. There I we mean, go. Tibera opened at minus 135, by the way. Wow. I will say that I was all over the Volkov when, when uh, 
Hardy fought Volkov, I was all over the Volkov by KO prop because I, my bias definitely snuck in there, and I, I really want to see Greg Hardy get knocked out. That It all comes down to how good of a mixed martial artist is Hardy going to face because this is one of those sports where as amazing it is to be massive and jacked and a maniac, skill set plays such a massive factor. I just don't think Tiberius is enough. It sounds like the betters semi-agree. It'll be interesting to see where that line goes from here, though, too. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets even higher. We will take that into account and keep an eye on that throughout the week. Fourth fight of the main card, Marlon Marias and Rob Font in a bantamweight bout. Reese. I'm, I, I screwed myself by making Danny go first because I don't know how adverse he's in with, with uh, Bob Font there. I'm a big Bobby Font guy. His boxing is some of the best in the bantamweight division, and he's got crazy length. And I just think that this is a fight that stylistically, it actually is going to bode well for him. The thing is, is Marlon Rice is one of those, regardless of the skit he's on, he's one of those top, top, top guys, no matter how you dice it up. And I know his loss or his split decision win, a lot of people look at as a loss over Aldo. And then Cejudo and Sandhagen are obviously top of the top. But I think Rob Font is right there. He reminds me, he's like a bantamweight Calvin Cater, in my opinion. That's that's exactly how I look at him. I mean, they're both New England cartel. That's what I was about to say. I'm pretty sure they train in the same gym as well. So I'm going to go, I think Marlon's going to be a slight favorite. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if I find myself on Bob Font. I'm going to say Marlon Marais. Is, a, is slightly a favorite. And I think a lot of people instantly are going to think he's a big favorite. I think a lot of fish might hop on this one early. I think that'll end up being a mistake. I'm going to go Marlon Marais. I'm going to do it at a clip of minus 135. Let's do, yeah, one, 135. Reese, I feel like I just got on the school bus with my pants down. You called me <laughs> to a T. I, I think that it's going to be Marlon a lot bigger. Not a lot, not a lot bigger, but um, – but, but, but bigger. I, I, I was exactly kind of the thinking that you just called out. I, I liked Marlon more like – my initial thought was kind of like a minus 200, but now I'm scared. <laughs> um, I'm going to go minus 180. I appreciate the respect, honestly, the 20 points of respect. I, that means a lot. Reese is going to take the point. Minus 150 is where Mariah sits right now. After okay. opening at minus 175. Okay. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, at Open, Dan, you were way more over it than I was, but I'll take that cheddar. Fifth fight of the main card, welterweight. This one should be fun. Michelle Pejera and Chaos Williams. DK, you're trying to lead us off. Do I need to run the table to take the win? Yeah, you do. 3-1, Reese. Shit. This is a really tough one. This is a tough one to start running the table with. We just saw Chaos Williams with with an awesome – knockout he knocked out Razak Alhassan stiff and Michelle Perea did a similar thing to Imadayev after they had some complications at the weigh-in or like one of them slapped the other one or something like that Michelle is one of those guys you can never predict this is so hard for me he's coming off two straight or before the Imadayev knockout he had two straight losses that were just fight IQ based and Chaos is so raw. I think I'm going to lean chaos here. Is This one feels like the Hardy one two times ago where 
the name value of Michelle is going to carry a little bit more, but I think I'm leaning chaos. I'm going to go chaos minus 130, 125. God, that's damn good. I'm in a bind here because I've been looking for a spot to fade uh, Pereira for a while now. I think his he's phenomenally talented and obviously beyond athletic and he, he mixes it up in a way that no one really can see it coming. The one thing that I don't love is his mentality. He's obviously – he's not in there to, to win, which seems shocking to say in a, in a combat sport, but he's said it over and over again. He's there to entertain. He loves doing the off-the-wall, cartwheel, whatever. He's there to entertain. Obviously, a win is nice too, but I always get worried when he's not thinking about the scorecards. He's not thinking about – he's just thinking about how can I entertain – and it also can leave him vulnerable. But Cass Williams leaves a lot to be desired as well. I know he's rolled through the UFC so far, but his Russian style and, and wild style is going to get him caught. And I, I wish we were doing the over-unders here. I, yeah, I was about to say, can we do a bonus round of, of the yeah. over-under one-and-a-half spread? I mean, we, we know it's one-and-a-half, not two. Yeah, one-and-a-half, but under minus like, I don't even know. Under yeah, one-and-a-half minus 220 is what I'm going to say. Maybe no even way. higher. I mean, no, this is gonna fire, but, but it's end. gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy one. I I don't even want to bother trying to guess here. I I think I'm gonna go minus one ten each way. I really I I could see both of them being favored up to minus one fifty. Um, it's definitely in that range, but I I don't want to pick. I'm just gonna say minus one ten each way. So Reese is gonna clinch. Pereira is the favorite at minus 130 but he opened up at minus 175 so it's come wow. back wow yeah and that's that's reasonable for the comeback there too i it, and by the way the under tough. on the one and a half rounds is minus 110 110 i'm gonna be on that yeah look for that like, on my card listener sixth fight on the main card bantamweight bout jose aldo and cheeto vera Reese. yeah and, and the thing is, this is the one I wanted the least, too. So, I really did. I mean, it worked out for me having Dan go first. But this one's tough for me as well. You have the all-time best featherweight versus Cheeto Vera, who's coming in hot off his most recent win that I think cashed for most of the pod here against O'Malley. I don't really know where to go on this one. I would I would like to say Aldo's still the favorite. I, I feel pretty good about that. But at the same time, like, I – I really have no idea. I'm going to say Aldo's minus, and I'm going to say he's minus 155, but I that's just that's purely speculative. I'm going to say Jose Aldo minus 155. Yeah, I mean, I get excited anytime it's Jose Aldo fight week. I, I love watching the guy fight. Um, I'm, I'm drawn back to last week's episode and what I said about Cyril Gunn, the reason that I think Jose is a bigger favorite than Reese Slade is because I'm going to jump on him at anything under minus 150. I, I mean, he's awesome. Even versus Piotr, like, he completely demolished Piotr's lead leg in the first seven minutes of that fight. And, I mean, kudos to Piotr who switched to southpaw and still outstruck him. But Jose is still phenomenal. I'm still a believer in Jose. I think it's going to be minus 180. And I hope I'm wrong because I'm going to hammer it. Hmm. Danny, you're wrong. 
Minus 150 is the number right now. It's actually come up, come up from minus 125. I'm excited about it. I, I what did I Jose say? Aldo. 155? 55, Reese. You were almost the there. King of Rio. The last fight of the evening. The last fight of 2020 in the UFC. Wonderboy Thompson and Jeff Neal, or as at Kingpin MMA probably is going to call him, at Geoff Neal. <laughs> DK. Similarly to the co-main, uh, Wonderboy is an absolute legend. I had a lot of concerns about his chin before the Luke fight that was on the um, BMF card about a year ago. But that was an absolute slugfest, and he proved to me that, that he can eat some real punches, and he's still pretty quick. Jeff Neal's out of Fortis MMA, as I've previously said, they're operating under a no-momentum clause. <laughs> uh, seriously <laughs> but but in this line it was a joke I, but it also wasn't a joke <laughs> but in this line i do see it being pretty even uh, i'm gonna give wonder boy the respect he's a legend even though jeff's coming off or is entering this on on what like a six fight win streak or something uh, i'm gonna go wonder boy boy minus 130 i like that i like that a lot so I actually was reading an article. So I'm going to say a couple of things really quick. First off, 2020 has been a hectic year. We started ankle pick pod in 2020. Thanks Dana White. Now that we're coming into the last card here, you got to give props up to the boss, uncle Dana for keeping everything going and trying to give us some sort of normality. All the other sports were shutting down and were confusion and Dana kept the train going no matter what. So shout out to, the, to uncle Dana. So that's let's not forget. Let's not forget Mick Maynard and Sean Shelby too. Oh, absolutely. We've had some unbelievable matchups. Yeah, whole crew over there, and we're getting spoiled with the card here, and it's a great one to close out 2020. So I'm excited. I'm also excited for the birth that is the Ankle Pick Pod, which is also going to continue well into 2021. But that out of the way, I read an article the other night that Jeff Neal was in critical condition. Do you hear about this? No, this is news to me. So, so someone tweeted an article about how four months ago when he had to pull out of the Neil Magny fight, he was in critical condition with sepsis and some sort of kidney issue. He had to go on dialysis the whole nine yards. And Safe Sayud was talking about how he thought he wasn't going to make it. And so it's weird going from a fight and then all of a sudden they think it might have been meningitis, whatever, but he was in the ICU for a couple of days. And so I hear that and – Again, I, I was digging. This doesn't seem like common knowledge. And so I wonder how that's going to hold up in this line. And, and is it going to reflect in the line? Because, I mean, me and you are some of the biggest hardcores there are. And I wasn't aware of it until I saw that article. This is the first time. So I know they were kind of keeping it close. The other thing here is I love Steven Thompson. And I think that he's the best striker or at least top five strikers across the UFC. And I think Jeff Neal's game plan is just that. And so I, I would like to see – I would like to review some tape this week to see what it's like if he mixes in wrestling at all. I know he walked through Mike Perry. I know he walked through Nico Price. And I know he, it was all via ha- uh, just absolute sludge hammers. Um, so it's, it's tough for me. I was going to have Jeff Neal as a favorite. After reading that article, I want to have Stephen Thompson as the favorite. I think this one is like that Chaos Williams fight. I, it's just too close to call. So I, I'm just gonna go minus 
110 each way again. And I think that's truly going to be what the line is. And I, I, I think I'm going to be on Steven Thompson. Um, and I, I honestly think I would have maybe been on Jeff Neal given until I read that article. I, I, it might be a layoff fight. I don't know. There's a lot of question marks around this main event. I, I hope it happens. I hope they stay healthy in time for this Saturday. But this one's definitely going to be a phenomenal main event. Ink me in for minus 110 each way. Dead on to finish 2020 wow. for Reese. Boom. Boom. Minus 110 each way. Wow. What did, what did it open at, Kobe? Minus 115 for Thompson. Okay. So it's always kind of. Okay. Wow. I, dude, tonight was, I felt good tonight. Wow. I only lost one, I think. The last six fights that we've got here this, this weekend are all within minus 150 spreads right now. Going to make for an exciting night. That's no, so this, fun. This card top I love to bottom this. is. Yeah, I already love my card. I like this card, and I already love my betting card. Yeah, me if too. we can catch Danny's of... betting card over at Anchor Pick Pod on Twitter, Ripper, you got something to add? Yeah, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but do you know what our plus minus units are? Or are we going to find that out later into the week? Uh, I have. Let me flip to them. Hang because on. Because I know Dan's going to have a robust card this week. I'm going to have a robust card this week. A lot of plays, so stay tuned to the Twitter. But I wouldn't be surprised if we push into a significant positive territory here i'm not i'm not holding even if i'm slightly up i'm not holding back dan i'm going strong into this card minus 2.02 on the year is dk but coming off a positive 2.65 this week and reese is at a positive 0.77 so that tony fucking ferguson okay well we do want to thank our listeners our ankle pickers you guys are what bring us in every week and now twice a week and however many times a week we'll come in in the future but this is a blast. We have fun doing it, and we have fun doing it because of our listeners out there. We will have our regularly scheduled programming later in the week with our episode that's after doing some taping, and then we'll have our awards special coming up later, probably in 2020, maybe early 2021, but we want to make that one fun, and uh, hope that you guys enjoy that as well. Awesome. Couldn't have said it better myself. With that... We will see you later in the week. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.